You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the ESO Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy everyone and welcome to the 8th episode of the ESO 2015 Dragon Con Con Report. Believe it or not, the big event is less than, as people are listening to this, three weeks away. I just can't. I just can't. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. I just can't with you. Where's the TARDIS when I need one? We we have been counting down all year and yet we're still surprised at how soon this is going to happen. I don't think it's surprise, Mike. I think this is denial. The first five (laughs) stages. Absolutely. Uh, this is the last of our specials prior to Dragon Con, uh, coming down, counting down to the 2015 show. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. I'm banging my head, counting the days right now, going 21 days, 21 days, 21 days, 21 days. <laughs> I, it just it's just felt like it just crept up on me. It's like it just feels like it was yesterday. We're going six months. It was like we got time. We got time. Some, I mean, I know it's only been a few weeks since our last episode, but somehow between then and now, it's like all of a sudden time just went. Oh, hey, it's 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 gonna it's coming up really fast. Oh, dude, you have no idea. It'll be here tomorrow, basically. It went from being like, oh, it's just a couple of months away to, oh, my God, it's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, so much for me ordering that new banner, new business card. It's not going to get here in time. Yeah. So, screw it. Absolutely. Uh, also, once again, we are very pleased to have with us Darren Noel. Howdy, folks. How's everything going? You sound so calm. I am in <laughs> denial and heavily medicated. <laughs> We also have Mary Lou Who joining us again. Hey guys. Howdy. How are how are things with you? How is the uh the the costuming coming? Um I mean I'm in a pretty serious state of denial right now. So <laughs> it's, it seems to be contagious. <laughs> um it's coming. I'm actually like Googling wigs while we're talking right now, so gotta get some stuff done and shipped. And after a way too long hiatus, I'm pleased to say Rick, Nikki Rao Baker is here. I almost forgot how to say your name. That's how long it's been since you've been back. Wow, Ricky now Baker? What? I know, right? Yeah, that's my twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, I'm so glad you could join us as we head into the eye of the tornado. Thanks. It's, it's glad I'm. It's glad. <laughs> See, it's glad you can have me here. As far as Dragon Con is, has it been something that's been a because we haven't heard from you in a little while? Is still a constant presence for you leading up to this 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 event? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's been that that little nagging presence in the back of my mind that keeps telling me. You know, you still have stuff that you need to order before you go. 
you know you still have stuff you need to order before you go. And yes, here we are three weeks away, and I'm still saying, you know, I still have stuff I need to order. Yeah, so it's it's constantly there, making me a little anxious. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be ready by, you know, the Wednesday before I get to the show. We'll see. Well, at that point, then it's what you don't have. You just have to wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's kind of a there's kind of a relief factor that happens, sort of somewhere between you know that Wednesday, Thursday, and even Friday. By Friday, you're just like, well, I, I got what I got, so just have to make do. Exactly. Yeah. Luckily, um, you know, I'm not like some of the other people on on the crew. I don't have to worry about waiting on costume bits. Uh, it's just, you know, photography gear that would make my job easier, but you know, it's not a make or break it sort of thing, but, uh, it's still stuff that I'd like to have. But yeah, you're, you're right there. You know, there's that, that threshold where you're like, well, Amazon didn't come through. So I just, I guess I just have to duct tape my lenses to my legs and just keep going. (laughs) Well, we are so glad to have you back. Um, we're going to be... That picture I just didn't need to know. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, like, oh, that's kind of weird. Who are you dressed up as? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are definitely going to be letting you know about all the things we're looking forward to. We've got some a bunch of tips, last-minute tips. We're going to go over some stuff that you probably heard before, but it, it bears repeating. Um, and for those people who haven't heard us before, this is a good refresher of a lot of the things we've talked about, not only this year, but since we've been doing the Dragon Con specials, which has been so fun. In addition to the station crew here, we've also, we'll be chatting with Michelle Biddick Simmons from Drop by Dragon Con. We've got Eternal Zan talking about an update on hotel information, not only for this year, but for next year too, because it's not too early to start thinking about getting your hotel for next year. And we'll be checking in with Bewitched Raven about how her own costumes are coming. So this Earth Station One special report is sponsored by the ESO Amazon eStore, where you can find all sorts of cool, geeky merchandise. If you're ordering some swag from Amazon, uh, even if it's for your costume, uh, please help us out by going through our link. It doesn't cost you any more, and it helps us out a lot. If you'd like to leave feedback or comment on the show, please call our ESO feedback line at 404 963-9057. Local charges may apply, or feel free to email us at esopodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. We've got a great Facebook group, so you can reach out out to us there. If there's something that we don't cover here or you have questions about DragonCon, feel free to reach out to us. Send us a a private message, if you will. We love talking about DragonCon, and if there's a way we can help you out, we'd love to do so. So now let's get started with some news and notes. Um, We've got a couple of important dates here. Um, August 15th, according to the DragonCon site, is the final day of $130 advanced membership rate. Um, now, I say that that's on the official site. However, when I went to the online store, it said that a four-day membership for with $130 is good. Uh, these prices available through August 21st. So, not really sure at this point which is more accurate, but if you uh, – I'm not – and I don't know. There's nothing here to say how much it's going to be after that. Uh, it could be 150 by that point. Um, so if you haven't got your membership rate, uh, your membership yet, you might want to go ahead and do so. There's also Saturday-only passes, 
and Sunday-only passes that are available at the uh, DragonCon store. And the Saturday-only passes are good, obviously, only Saturday, and they're $50. The Sunday Sunday passes are $40. So if you just want to go one day and see what all the hubbub's about, uh, feel free. You can do that right at the store. You can pre-order your tickets and your memberships for one day and then go pick them up. I would recommend if you do that, go early on Saturday and Sunday to pick up your passes because the lines could be kind of long. So especially on Saturday because you're going to deal with all the parade traffic. So I would definitely recommend uh, you go there earlier. So um, as far as the other dates, well, September 4th and September 7th, that's the convention. <laughs> so that's, those are pretty important dates. That's the, those are the next important dates uh, that we have to look forward to. So uh, uh, definitely, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I just completely lost my uh, train of thought right there. So because I just realized that it's September 4th and September 7th, so which is happening all too soon. But really, you know, once we get there, we, we can't wait for it. We're just excited. Uh, I am excited. This is going to be a great show. So um, we've also got a lot of uh, a bit of other news. Um, I wanted to now, Mike, I know that some people were asking about uh, another walkthrough video. And I know you guys uh, were thinking about it, but it just wasn't able to happen this year. Is that my understanding? Uh, Yeah, that's all I want to say about it. (laughs) That's cool. cool. No, I no, know, no. I know some people were asking online about it, and I just wanted to, you know, get it out there that, uh, yeah, it's it's not. There's not a potential for it this year. There will not be one, sadly enough, this year. It came about eighty-five percent chance of it getting done. Darren and I actually went down and actually filmed a walkthrough and such. We did the whole tour. We did, you know, more in depth, more of the changes of what was happening and everything. Uh, we were down there with Vic. Thank you, Vic, um, for doing the videotaping and such. And we were actually joined by Kim from the, uh, Dragon Con newbies group. And we were all went through, but the audio didn't record. And so we were pretty much stuck with a picture only. And since this is not the era of silent film, you know, it was better not to have to put in, you know, text underneath for people to read what we were saying. And so what ended up happening is we just scrapped it because just with the time limit and everything. But uh, be sh- guaranteed and sure for 2016, Darren and I are actually working on a new video already. And we will have something for you probably by mid-July of next year. Awesome. Hopefully. Awesome. Yes. I would just say the the one that does go around DragonCon TV, really the only huge change is that the dealer's room has moved from building one to building two and the blood bank has moved yeah and and the blood um, drive has moved but those are really the only two major changes everything else is pretty similar to last year there might be a little more crowd control this year than in previous years but other than that um they moved to a bigger location for the vendor's room like darren was saying and it we walked down to where it is and it is going to be a nice location mm-hmm. and such it's going to handle more people um it's going to be very a lot more easy to wander around and be able to get stuff instead of have to turn all these different corners and have like pillars and stuff in the way and such. Roll for a secret door. Ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to not have to worry about a trap door underneath of you or something. 
<laughs> so it was nice. And also, like we said, the blood drive will probably be in the bottom floor of the Hilton this year instead of in the Marriott. But look for the Daily Dragon. Um, check it out. They'll have, you know, information of where everything is this year. Thank you guys for the attempt. And, uh, yeah, we'll just make sure it happens next year. Um, a couple things else I wanted to point out as far as news goes. Um, I, I, I did see reports that if you want to do some extracurricular activities at DragonCon, like the uh, DragonCon Night at the Georgia Aquarium, uh, which does cost uh, extra, um, as well as um, I think um, some of the workshops, the FX workshops and whatnot, they are uh, closing up really fast. So you can go to dragoncon.org and find out all the information that, uh, about those. Uh, also, in addition to the memberships at the DragonCon store, they also have photography individual sessions uh, and group sessions that you can purchase. Um, now, um, we haven't talked to him for a while, but uh, Brian Humphrey, friend of the station, uh, for a long time was the unofficial uh, photographer of DragonCon. And chances are, if you've ever looked at really nice costuming, cosplay photos from DragonCon, he did them. Because uh, he's one of the, uh, the premier photographers of the event. Uh, he, he's really good at what he does, and he really loves uh, costuming. So he really is very good at making you look the best in your costume uh, at, at the convention. And uh, he is now the official um, photo photographer fan photo they call it and uh he's set up at the marriott um and he'll be set up uh from thursday all the way through monday uh, and you can get uh you can get photos taken of you in your costume as well as a group of you um there's different rates apply uh, i would look into it but it's something that uh, you definitely want to register ahead of time because uh, i think the the same day sales price will be different than the pre-sale price and um, they also, I think he also gives them to you digitally. So uh, he gives you a, a, they get, you get a little jump drive with your photos as well. So, um, and I can't, you know, I can't sing his praises enough. His photos are amazing. So if you are doing, taking all the time to dress up and especially with a group of you, um, you know, a nice quality photo to have uh, as a memory of it uh, is a, is a, is a must have, I think. And it's well-deserved. You know, he's been putting in his time and his work over the last few years, and he does the best photography. I'm so happy for him because, I mean, for a while there, we, we knew that he was the right man for that job. And uh, he was doing so, like, you know, he was trying to sneak in and, and, and you know, try to try to get away with doing his, his thing. Um, but uh, finally, it became official. And... Unfortunately, the days of him doing uh, taking photos for free are are, are gone, but uh, they're pretty reasonable. So um, a lot more reasonable than you know if you're going to get a picture with a celebrity, which is its own thing. So. Yeah, we have a picture a couple of years ago where he took uh, pics of the whole crew. Of uh, the are, yep, that's true. So so uh, so very good. And um, uh, I did think. Um, also, uh, regarding um, were there some uh, additional party information or some corrections that you had, Darren, from last well, time? Well, um, as we get closer to con, and everyone should know, more things get set up and more things become official. So I'm going to direct you to a website, www.deconparties.com. This is where you can find the latest stuff. I'm going to quickly go through these. 
Um, this is not an all-inclusive list. Please keep checking back to this website for more details, for more events as the con goes on. Um, some of these are going to be a repeat from last time, but I want to make sure I include everybody this time because there's more stuff to say. Um, Welcome Home Wednesday, 8 p.m., uh, Marriott Pulse Bar. That is on Wednesday, Wednesday at 8 p.m. That's when the party, I guess, is starting. Thursday. Before the con starts, there's a Back to the Dragon Party, 10 to 2, um, at 201 Cortland Street. Um, it's called uh, Back to the Dragon. Uh, the 5th Annual Buckets of Rum, Meet and Greet, 6 p.m. Hyatt um, at the 22 Stories Bar. That's their main bar in the lobby. There's an over 40 Dragon Conners Meet and Greet, 8 p.m. Hyatt, level below the main bar. The ABC Party, time. And we've talked about this. ABC stands for what, everybody? Anything but chocolate. Uh, anything but clothing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you have to be wearing something that's not traditionally used for clothes. So, Mike, you can wear chocolate. Yes! You can absolutely wear chocolate. Um, it's going to be at 9 p.m., various locations. So I've, I've heard <laughs> it's going to start. Always moving. Always moving. So the cops can't find them. Um, I, I heard that it's going to start in the Hyatt and move to the Marriott, and God knows where it will go from there. Um, the Con Christmas Dirty Santa second annual party, 11 p.m., Marriott Marquis. Um, and the Superhero Underwear Party, 11 p.m., Marriott Pulse Bar. Also, the Bunny Hutch, if you like uh, that Hugh Hefner Playboy Bunny look, will also be over near the Marriott Pulse Bar area. That's all on Thursday. Con doesn't start till Friday. Um, Borderlands Pool Party, 7 p.m. at the Hilton Pool on Friday, September 4th. The Dragon Con Conga Line, 10 p.m., Marriott Marquis. A Night in the Mushroom Kingdom, 10 to 2 at the Hard Rock Cafe. Party with the Spartans, 11 p.m. at the Marriott Pulse Bar. On Saturday, Heroes and Villains Bar, 2015, at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. at the Sheraton. The Spectrum Party, 10 p.m. at the Westin Augusta Ballroom. On Sunday, September 6th, the Family Friendly Dance, 5.30 to 7.30, Marriott Marquis. Um, Doctor Who, New Who, 10th Anniversary Ball, 10 p.m. at the Sheraton. And the Mechanical Masquerade Dystopia, 10 p.m. at the Westin. Uh, this is not an all-inclusive because I don't see the last party of Alderaan party on this list yet. I'm sure there will be other stuff coming up, so please keep your ears and eyes open and enjoy the parties you decide to go to. Um, one other party that I, I saw on the posted on the DragonCon site is Trek Tracks is sponsoring the Dilithium Crystal Ball. Ah, uh, that is uh, it's called the Self Destruct Sequence at the Hilton Grand Ballroom East. It's on the second floor of the Hilton, uh, and uh, it is Saturday from 10 p.m. until whenever. There's going to be four different DJs. Mm-hmm. So, so please check everywhere. Yes, <laughs> for the latest updates because things are going to get added every day now. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome, sir. Um, and now, speaking of which, I guess it's time to talk about who's going to be there. There's been some major celebrity announcements over the last week or so and a couple cancellations. So, Mike and Mary. Okay. Um, are you looking at the same list I was? Okay. I was just trying to make sure. You know, major. There's some pretty big people, but not like, wow, earth shattering. So we will start from the bottom of the list. Mary, um, you want to go first? Sure. All right, ladies first. Let's do it. 
Carrie Jones is a British comedian, actor, screenwriter, film director, historian, and author, best known as a member of the Monty Python comedy team. I call Terry Jones major. <laughs> well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you do. I do. Okay, good. Trisha Helfer is a Canadian actress and former model, best known for her role as number six in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica miniseries and television series. Aaron Douglas is best known for his portrayal of Chief Galen Tyrell in sci-fi's Battlestar Galactica. Rogue is the lead singer, songwriter, and frontman and founder of the band The Crux Shadows. Neil Napier stars in sci-fi's apocalyptic thriller Helix as Dr. Peter Farragut, Alan's flawed and deeply conflicted brother. Bob Camp, what can you say about him? He's a cartoonist, comic book artist, writer, designer, director, producer. Bob is known for his work on the Ren and Stimpy TV show, which he co-created, directed, and produced. Bob is a professor at the School of Visual Arts in New York City. Michael Trucco is best known for his role as Samuel Anders in Battlestar Galactica. Trey Roski is the founder and owner of BattleBots, Inc., which produces the television series BattleBots. Greg Munson is a co-creator and president of BattleBots. His robot, Ginsu, was a notable robot in the BattleBox. Greg is also the executive producer at Mission Control Media. Trina Keating plays the snarky yet lovable Doc Yoel on the sci-fi series Defiance. She has also appeared on BBC America's Orphan Black. David Hewlett is an English-born Canadian actor best known for his role as Dr. Meredith Rodney McKay on the science fiction television shows Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Atlantis. I like that he put his first name in there. That's hilarious. Uh, That is pretty funny. All right. I am kind of excited by this one. Barry Bostwick is coming to Dragon Con. He's known for fans as Brad from the Rocky Horror Picture Show along many other roles. (laughs) That is pretty awesome. (laughs) Are they having a showing? A Rocky I'm sure Horror? Lips Down on Dixie will do a performance. Okay, good. George Perez is an illustrator and writer of comic books born of Latin American Puerto Rican descent. Along with John Byrne, he was arguably the most popular and influential artist in American comic books in the 1980s. He primarily illustrates superhero comics, mainly published by DC Comics and Marvel Comics, and is known for his clean, dynamic, yet ornate style with a strong emphasis on group superhero action series. Matt Nabel is best known to DragonCon fans as Raza Ghoul from the CW hit Arrow. Karen Gillan is a Scottish actress and former model best known for playing the role of Amy Pond in the hit British sci-fi TV series Doctor Who. And she was in Guardians of the Galaxy last year. Mm-hmm. Nebula. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Garrett Wang... Is, isn't he in charge of the uh, Star Trek track? He's in charge of Trek track, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so they're announcing him as a guest. Uh, he's yes. best. Looks he's like best, he's got double duty. Exactly. He's that, best known. You said duty. Duty, haha. Garrett Wang is best known for his role as Ensign Harry Kim on Star Trek Voyager, which ran from 1995 to 2001. He was keen to participate in the new role for the 2007 fan production, Star Trek of Gods and Men. Wow, it's 20 years old. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's exactly 20 years. It made its debut like 20 years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Now you're feeling old. <laughs> and, my, and Mike, Dragon Con's three weeks from today. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just want to give me a heart attack, don't you? 
Kirk Thatcher is an Emmy Award-winning writer and producer, a four-time Webby Award-winning director, and a production designer with a penchant for special effects, strange creatures, and comedy comedic characters with irreverent personalities. That's very awesome. Um, we're probably going to have a couple more announcements before the con. I usually give it to like two weeks before the con, till they usually stop making the announcement on who's coming and not coming. Um, but they do also have cancellations sometimes. You know, artists have, you know, other activities come up. And, you know, like uh, Stephen Amell, he's going to be in WWE this weekend. And God forbid something happens to him, he might have to cancel or something. Bite your tongue. You I shut know. your mouth right now. Seriously, Faber. <laughs> Don't make me I will Darren come the, after you. I, no, R- Nikki, take a seat. I will call the gay mafia. I'll let drag fans come over and redecorate your house. Really? Promise? Yes, I do promise. <laughs> okay. Hmm. You like living on the inside of Jeannie's bottle. <laughs> Best of luck. Ooh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. That's not a euphemism. No, it's not. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we do have some cancellations already. Um, we have cancellations. Ashley Field has canceled. Jonathan Frakes has canceled. Uh, Paul McGann had canceled and Pamela Nance had canceled um, all for they had prior commitments that they just couldn't get out of that. They had to come could have to cancel Dragon Con. Oh, well, hopefully that'll be that'll be there in 2016. But that is the guest list for so far for this year. Yeah. And for those uh, wondering and, and hoping um, uh, two people who announced definitely that they weren't going to be at Dragon Con, uh, Elijah Dushku is not going to be able to make it at Dragon Con because I think she has a, a wedding of her brother to go to or some silly thing like that. Um, and uh, also I'm, I'm blanking on the names. Help me out. But the actress that plays Felicity on Arrow. She actually tweeted that she's not going to be available to, to come this weekend either. And I think they were really trying to get her. Is it Emily, right? I think so. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are not going to be last-minute announcements, uh, I'm afraid. So they are they are definitely confirmed as not going to be there. So, uh, yeah, Emily Bett is her name. So, um, But, you know. There's always next year. Indeed. Um, So, very cool. Well, I also, in addition to all the celebrities that are going to be there, I do want to remind people that, uh, of course, everybody that you've heard on the Dragon Con report that we do here at Earth Station One will be at Dragon Con in some form. So, uh, please reach out to us. Also, uh, a lot of the different shows on our network will have various people uh, represented. Um, of course, Earth Station One and Earth Station Who, um, Earth Station MCU, Transmissions from Atlantis, The Flopcast, The Cigar Nerds, Adam and JP, The Revcast. Heck, The Revcast pretty much runs the American classic sci-fi track. Uh, the Ratchet Retrocast, you can mostly find them over at the alternate uh, history track. Uh, Seriously Dan, of course, uh, White Rocket Podcast, Dr. Geek's Lab, 13th Hour, Needless Things, Burlesque, uh, Atlanta, and The Oncoming Storm. All of those ESO shows will have most of their personnel, most of their crew, at Dragon Con. So some of them are listed on the guest list, some not. But uh, reach out to, if you're interested in in meeting any of those people, um, reach out to them. And a lot of them are doing uh, Dragon Con 
pre-Dragon Con episodes. I know that Needless Things and Transmissions from Atlantis uh, and the Flopcast are doing pre-Dragon Con episodes, so you want to check those out, as well as um, post-Dragon Con episodes. So they're going to cover it as well, so you can listen to everything that you missed uh, <laughs> while uh, while you, you were doing one thing, they were doing another. So um, I definitely encourage people to reach out to all of those people and say, howdy. And they'll go, you talked to Gordon, didn't you? Absolutely. And Mike, uh, speaking of which, we're going to be recording some episodes at, uh, at Dragon Con. Yes. And folks, when I t- give you times and locations and such, this is Dragon Con. Look at the daily schedule because it still might change. I was going to say, one of these has already changed three times. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we are going to be doing the ESW podcast on Sunday now, it, it moved from Saturday and originally three different times. So we are going to be on Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in the Macon Room in the Sheraton with Brit Tracks. We are going to be recording a live episode and we are going to be talking about is the doctor a good man? And we're going to be looking at morality in Doctor Who. So it should be a lot of fun to hot that topic on, and we get the audience involved in everything. But wait, that is not all. That same day, Sunday at 8.30 p.m., you know, we were not nominated for a Parsec Award or anything. So after the Parsec Awards are done, we're going to be recording Earth Station 1 live. We are going to be talking about the state of geekdom in 2015. We will be in the Hilton in the podcast track room which is room 203 and we will be recording for an hour there and we will be having multiple guests and such on the show we'll be revolving people in and out and on top of getting the audience involved in everything so it should be a lot of fun and this is your chance to appear on a podcast because you know you always said i want to hear my voice on the show this is your chance folks it's a great way to do it and it's a lot of fun we might even have prizes so and just not window stickers (laughs) Uh, in addition to that, uh, Earth Station One is also going to be uh, having a autograph session, um, and uh, it's yeah, not just for our podcasting, but we've actually got uh, put together a uh, a book of short stories that it's going to make their its debut at Dragon Con. It's called Earth Station One: Tales of the Station, and uh, the it's got f- short stories by five uh, personalities, hosts of. Uh, some of the shows on the network, uh, Bobby Nash, uh, former host of Earth Station One, uh, did a, a, wrote a story. Van Allen Plexico, host of the White Rocket podcast. Uh, Dr. Scott Vigay, uh, of course, from Dr. Geek's Lab. And, and myself also all wrote uh, stories. It's got a cover by the award-winning Mark Maddox. Mike, I know you did a, 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 an introduction for it, so you're included as well. We're all going to be there, except for Mark. He's too good for us or something, so he's not coming this year or something like that. But anyway, um, all of us who, who wrote uh, stories, did the introduction, are going to be at uh, make our debut of the book ad on Sunday at 2.30 in the International Hall South. Again, that's in the Marriott. Um, I, again, it's tentative, so please check the schedule, please check the app, uh, in case it changes, but, uh, even if you're not coming down for the anthology, uh, this is the only time that you're going to see, uh, Bobby Nash and, uh, Van Alpexico doing signings, uh, the, uh, this is their only signing of the weekend, uh, same thing with, uh, Dr. VA. um, I will be at my table all in the comic and pop artist alley all week, and I'll have the books there as well, so if you can't make that Sunday time, um, just stop by uh, my table and, uh, I'll hook you up. 
And if you do come to the autograph session, bring books by the authors because they will sign. Oh, yeah. They will sign. They're not just going to be doing the ESO book. They're going to be signing their own books and everything. And it's free. They're not going to charge you to sign like some of these uh, celebrities and such. Yes, we're not. We're, we, we, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not considered like Walk of Fame guests yet. So, um, but they will also have their own books, their recent books for sale as well. Their individual books. So you will be able to, if you want to pick up the the latest uh, book by Van Allen Plexico, which I recommend because his Shattering series is amazing, and Bobby Nash should have some copies of the At the Earth's Core adaptation that he just finished. Um, so it's a great way to get those books as well there so um it's going to be a fun time so please join us sunday at 2 30 at the marriott um and yeah i think that's all the plugging that we need to do so um uh, now it's time i know that uh, we've talked about you know what people should bring what people should do we've had some you know uh some tips come on like in january we did we covered some in february and scattered throughout but for a nice concise list of of the best things uh, that you should make sure that you keep in mind for Dragon Con. I think Darren and Mary, you guys have put together a, a nice little list, right? Yes. Yeah. We awesome. wanted to uh, like put together a list where people could go to and say, I, I don't want to hear about any of the interviews or all the other stuff. I just want to know what I need to know to go to the con and enjoy it. So that's kind of what we put together. So Mary, you get the traveling tips. All right. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So, um, you just want me to run through these really quick? Yeah. Okay. Um, basically if you are flying, taking, um, Marta to the hotel is going to be the fastest way. Um, you want to take the North line to the Peachtree Center Avenue station, uh, and look for your hotel from there. They're all in the same area, obviously. So it should be pretty straightforward. Um, Marta also doesn't run 24 hours, so check itsmarta, I-T-S-M-A-R-T-A dot org for the schedules. I think this year, too, is probably like one of the first years that Uber is a pretty good option, right? Yeah, actually, that's a great idea, um, because parking can be such a problem, so that's great. Yeah, if you're not staying at one of the host hotels, um, there's a, a couple different apps. I think Uber is the most popular, but uh, yeah, uh, I would suggest using one of those. Yeah, um, actually, we had taxis on our list. Um, obviously, Uber is a great option, um, but the valet station will call a cab for you. Um, so just make sure that you have some way to get home safely should you be drinking. Absolutely. Um, also, if you are driving, you will need to be on the 7585 connector and find the closest exit to your hotel. So that's basically how you're going to drive there. I'm sure Google Maps can give you a little bit more than that. Um, another note on, note on parking, if you park farther away, you will pay less, but you'll have to walk further. So, um, you know, they hike the prices up a little bit during Dragon. Um, also, you won't be able to drive on certain roads when the parade is being set up. So if I'm correct, that will mostly just be Saturday morning. They may do some setup on Friday afternoon as well. Darren, do you know any more info about that? I think they basically start setting up for that Friday evening. Um, there's still a lot of traffic Friday going down Peachtree Street, but definitely, I would say by 4 a.m., 5 a.m. on Saturday morning, I would avoid Peachtree with a car at all costs near Dragon. Yes, agreed. Perfect. So they, the, the thing is, though, they don't close the street until 15 minutes before the parade starts. Though. Oh, I know. I'm just think. I'm just thinking about the congestion. Oh, the congestion is horrible because it's like 125,000 people. Yep, who are all trying to get to park someone for the parade. So if you're parking a car for the parade, you need to do it early. 
And the further away from the con, obviously, the easier that's going to be accomplished. Perfect. So those are our traveling tips. Yep. So now on to packing. Would you like to go first, my dear? Sure. It's um, a long list. <laughs> yes. So take notes. Um, and I'm sure we'll make this available somewhere, too. Um, all right. Well, first and foremost, pack your flask because you're going to need to be able to drink those long Dragon Con evenings. True. I personally bought, I just got it on Amazon yesterday. It just arrived. It's called the Wine Rack. And it's like a bra that has flasks inside of it. Yes, bitch. It's going to change my life. Like, I am convinced. <laughs> I don't even have to drink anything. Like, I know, I know drunk me. And drunk me will sit down a cup and leave it there. So this way, I don't have to worry about that. It's on me, and I don't have to put it in a pocket. So I definitely recommend that. 20 bucks on Amazon. Best purchase I've probably ever made. Guys are now going to wear these with their utility kilts. You understand what you've done here. That's completely fine with me. I, I agree. Um, large trash <laughs> bags. Bring them to the con. Have you seen those little bitty trash cans in your hotel rooms? No, not enough. Bring those large industrial trash bags, clean the bathroom, clean your mess, be good to the hotel staff. Yes, please. And bring money to tip your hotel staff. After you've cleaned up after yourself a little bit, they have a big job. Um, Next up, room deodorizer. I'm sure you can all figure out what that's for. Yep. Uh, Febreze. If you're going to wear a costume more than once in a weekend, mandatory. Yep. Um, snacks and protein bars. You're going to have to fight the hangry. Um, you want to have some well-broken-in shoes with cushion insoles or multiple pairs of socks. Trust us, your feet will thank you. Epsom salts are great to soak your feet at the end of the day. And trust me, your feet will thank you the next morning. And also some kind of muscle pain relief like Icy Hot. Make sure that your luggage is clearly marked and tagged. If you have a plain black or blue bag... Make sure you have some kind of tag on it that's going to stand out. You're in a sea of geeks. If you say it's the Superman tag, best of luck. (laughs) (laughs) Make a list of your costume pieces and check them off as you pack them so you don't forget anything. If you have an allergy, bring your EpiPen with you to Dragon Con. Hand sanitizer. (laughs) Because geeks are nasty. (laughs) Um, See. Here's one that I I had a friend tell me. You you can transfer alcohol out of those heavy glass bottles into plastic bottles for easier transport. Hmm, I wonder who told you that. I don't know. (laughs) Double the amount of underwear or socks you think you will need. Trust me, you will want to change. Yeah, if you're getting something signed, let's say in the art show, or you're getting um, a photo or a piece of art... Uh, you want to grab a hard plastic sleeve to protect it. You can find those online or in art supply stores. Mouthwash, toothpaste, gum, and mints. Your shaving kit. Your safe sex kit. Hair products. Makeup for everyday use and your costumes. Prescriptions and a copy of your prescription in case you misplace or lose your medication. A first aid kit. Painkillers. Earplugs and or a blindfold. Baby wipes and a Tide pen. Excellent plan. Mm-hmm. Extra t-shirts, shorts, jeans, etc. Trust me, you will want a not costume at some point. Even I want that sometimes. <laughs> uh, you're going to bring a jacket, a hoodie, or a sweater. Sometimes hotel rooms get cold. 
chargers or yeah, a power strip is an awesome idea. That way, if you have 10 people in the room, you can hook up 10 chargers. We would never have 10 people in a room. <laughs> okay, well, I usually have four or five. <laughs> Your hotel registration info, print it out and bring it with you. Your pre-registration postcard. Oh, here's an obvious one. Your wallet. And your ID. Um, bring cash. ATMs run out. Bring all the cash to the show. Use your credit cards for things like meals in the food quarter at the hotel. Yes. Your cell phone. Water bottle. Dice, if you're a gamer. Remember, there's a CVS that's nearby, but this is your backup plan. Bring everything that you're going to need with you. Um, we will plastic. be duplicated. Yeah, yep. plasticware. <laughs> plasticware, napkins, disposable cups, and are an invaluable in a room where you have snacks and drinks. And I'm going to add another one here because I don't think we've listed it anywhere. If you wear contact lenses or glasses, bring your saline. Yes, and if you wear contacts, bring your glasses. Truth. Um, Here's some parking tips. Uh, Parking is limited, can be expensive. Don't leave valuables in your car, no matter what. Pull up to the hotel, unpack, then go park your car. Um, Check time on your parking deck for your ticket. You may need to renew it so so often so often during the day or during the con. Um, pay the pay boxes. Uh, cars will be booted if you do not pay. There is a long-running scam where someone will wear the shirt of the company that owns that lot and say, it's okay, man, you can just pay me. Yeah, thank you. You just got booted and you lost money. Uh, Park Atlanta will boot you, and the same rules will apply on to the street parking. And if you're balleting at a hotel, you might want to find out how much that is on your bill to avoid some sticker shock. And now we're off to registration for the con and hotel. Mary? Um, Typically at the Sheraton, you'll find registration unless you have a special badge designation like media or guest or something like that. Registration, we believe, will open at 10 a.m. on Thursday before the con. You know what? I actually have someone in registration here with me. You want me to ask her? That'd be great. Okay, hold on just like 10 seconds. Sure thing. And I'll continue reading. Uh, You want to take your pre-registration postcard with you if you have pre-registered. Be nice in the registration line. It can be crowded and can be very long. View it as an opportunity to make new friends. The line does move fast now, but try not to drink too much while in line as you're waiting outside the Sheraton. And there's no bathroom outside the Sheraton. Ew, it can get ugly. Get a lanyard and attach your badge to the lanyard. Um, remember, you need a badge or a current hotel key to get into the host hotels. Checking in and out can take some time. Prepare for this or do check in and check out at an off-cycle time. Before you leave your hotel room or your car or get on Marta, make sure you have your badge on you. We make badge check you know, a major thing. Before you have to go back home, go back to the elevator to wait to go upstairs. Make sure you have your badge pinned to you somewhere. And do a badge check once an hour or so just to make sure you still have your badge on you. Unless you're filthy rich, don't use the mini bar in your room. That's a $4 stickers bar. Go to CVS or a local grocery store, grab snacks, and bring them. If you have a medical need for a refrigerator, make sure you mention this to the front desk as you check in if you haven't already. You should be telling them now. They should already know. They should know. Registration opens at 10 or, and I quote, when they're ready. So it could be earlier than 10, but officially 10 o'clock. Okay. So we're on to etiquette. Mary? First off, be polite. Lots of people are in a crowded area. Patience is going to go a long way. So be cool and be respectful and don't be that guy. Remember the 6-2-1 rule. Six hours of sleep, 
two real meals a day, one shower with soap and deodorant. <laughs> don't stress out at Dragon Con if you don't, can. Yeah, don't melt down at Dragon Con. You won't be able to do everything, so be a little bit flexible with your schedule. Stay hydrated. If you're going to drink alcohol, for every one alcoholic drink or even one soda that you drink, you should drink an equal amount of water afterwards. Just skip soda. Like, I know soda yeah. is wonderful. Like, I totally am on board with that. But at least for me, Dragon Con is an alcohol or water weekend. Week, really. Week. Week. What about <laughs> ca- caffeine? What about coffee? <laughs> Coffee's fine, but it still is going to be a diuretic and it's going to dehydrate you. Right, but I can't live without coffee. I well, understand. that be an exception. Okay. I, I bring my coffee pot to the hotel. As a smart man. Do you? Thank you. Yes, really? I That's do. a smart idea. Yep. Um, Not just a pretty face. Hello. <laughs> Aw. Oh. And, and also, I know that the lines at the Starbucks and the Marriott are Are super huge. long. Yes. And I don't want to wait. Yeah, it's but the same with the caribou. Exactly, because yeah. there's the caribou at the food court. There is a Dunkin' Donuts and a caribou at the SunTrust Center. But that's only open on Friday. That's a great idea, though. Like, if you can, if you can bear to bring your coffee pot with you, like, just bring it. So you don't have to wait in any of those lines. Like, even if you have a coffee pot in your hotel, like, you know, most of that coffee sucks. So bring your bring own. Your own coffee, yeah, exactly. Schedule time for your meals at least at least once a day. Sit down have a real meal like and it can be fast food like whatever but like actual food while you're sitting down socializing with somebody or by yourself just like taking a minute to breathe and eat and give your legs a rest really yes uh schedule time to travel to events double that time if you're in a costume oh well i just said that um do what you want to at the con do what you like there's so many different ways to do it you do you be understanding and respectful of DragonCon volunteers, staff, and hotel officials, please. Go to dragoncon.org and read the policies and obey them. Uh, there's always a wait for an elevator at rush hours in, at DragonCon. Be patient, and if someone has a wheelchair need, please let them board the elevator before you. Do not, I repeat, do not. Do not. Do not ever stop at the top or bottom of an escalator or a stairwell. You might die. Yeah. Get out of the flow of traffic. Period. Um, A good rule of thumb is that the later it gets, the more nudity is accepted. So if you don't like nudity, you may consider leaving the con as it gets into nighttime hours. Remember to tip the hotel staff, the bellman, and housekeeping. Cosplay is not consent. Ask a cosplayer for a picture, have your camera ready, be respectful if the cosplayer cannot take a photo now. DragonCon is a marathon, it's not a sprint. Keep a buzz if you choose to drink, but remember your limits. If you, oh, excuse me, you cannot take open containers of alcohol outside the hotels at DragonCon. Finish your drink before leaving the building. I wonder if that applies to your new bra. Hmm, <laughs> not if they don't find out. <laughs> <laughs> if security or con staff asks to see your badge, comply. Don't give them attitude. Carry gum and mints with you. Use them for fresh breath and as icebreakers. You can carry your phone charger around you with uh, when you're traveling around the con, but don't be an outlet hog. Get a quick charge and move on. A good solution to that might be a, a power bank. Carry sure. that instead of your phone charger. 
Take your business cards with you. You never know who you will meet. Personal is preferred. Professional is okay if you're comfortable with that. And remember, what happens at Dragon Con stays at Dragon Con for the few minutes it takes to upload that photo or video to the internet. So you might want to go out there to Facebook and check your privacy and tag settings. Excellent idea. Carry your badge and or key, ID, wallet with you at all times. And be aware of where you are and who you're with. Atlanta is a large urban area, and at night there tends to be some criminal activity. So now we're off to cosplay. Miss Mary, that's all you. Okay, so these are me. Awesome. Um... Packing your costume, make a list of all your costume pieces, accessories, makeup, props, shoes especially, and check them off as you pack them so you don't forget anything. This helps me immensely every year. Practice with your costume before bringing it before bringing it as much as you can. Know your radius of movement and how you can move in it. Be able to get into and out of your costume on your own. To quote DJ Spider, the PP dance is not sexy. Sometimes this can be difficult. I have been guilty of asking people for help in the bathroom so don't be that guy (laughs) know where your costumes can go and where they shouldn't go and don't take it there like fairy wings gundam armor larger larger than normal costumes don't get on the escalator or something horrible like that please or don't decide to go shopping in the dealer's room oh no don't do that okay pay attention to the con policies regarding weapons and nudity if you're bringing a weapon find out how to peace bond it and do it ahead of time if you or a fellow cosplayer is being harassed, get the attention of Dragon Con or hotel staff immediately. Call them out on this behavior. Do not let someone get away with that BS. Bring your costume shoes. Oh, excuse me. Break in your shoes for your costumes prior to the convention. I have learned this the hard way. Just do it. Guys, if you're wearing spandex, wear a dance belt. Trust me. You're going to feel kind of weird doing it at first, but you'll get used to it, and then it'll make everyone feel better and not just you. Bring your cosplay repair kit. Sewing kit, scissors, needle, thread, tied pens, lint roller, hot glue gun, and duct tape, for example. Bringing wings. Make sure you bring all your style... Excuse me, wings. That's not wigs. That's That's not wings. That's wigs, sweetie. Wigs. Wigs. (laughs) Make sure you bring all your equipment for styling your wigs. They can get messed up in transport, so be ready. If your costume restricts your movement and or range of vision, try to have a friend be your handler while you're in this costume to help you navigate the crowds. If you're a handler for someone, make sure you stay with them at all times to assist the cosplayer with whatever they may need. If your costume has open armholes, make sure you get deodorant that doesn't leave a residue behind. That's a great tip. And check your Facebook settings so you can approve any tags on pictures. All right, so we're going to go to newbies. And just prepare to be overwhelmed. Yeah. It's okay to ask questions at the photo booths. That's what they're there for. Do some walking. Get your cardio in. You are really going to need it. Be prepared to stand in lines for a while. Be organized. Go to your hotel room. Get your schedule together. Organize all that stuff. It's easy to lose track of time or underestimate how long it will take you to do something at a con. Crowds for the parade are huge. If you're going to the parade, get there early, like hours early. Yeah, learn the area and hotels quickly on Thursday. A good way to do this is to take the newbies tour or a YouTube video someone made. Hmm, who could that be? I have no idea. Start taking a multivitamin and or vitamin C supplement to help prevent concred. Do not assume the line you are in is the correct line. 
Most panels will conclude, and then the room will be cleared to let people, the next people waiting in line inside. If you have an early Saturday event, make sure you've crossed the street, meaning Peachtree, prior to the parade start for wherever you have to be after. If you give blood, make sure you are healthy enough to do so. Dehydration and no food can make you feel crappy. Eat healthy before giving blood and consider doing this early in the con so you can recover, recover more quickly. Here again, bring cash. ATMs will run out and it is a bank holiday weekend. Weather on Atlanta can vary from hot to hot and humid to torrential downpour and rarely hurricane remnants, etc. Be prepared. Read the Daily Dragon for updates. Download the app, and if you have a friend's code, use it to stay in touch. Cell service will suck. Do not rely on your phone. Make plans to meet up with your friends prior to the con. Make a schedule. Realize your schedule will not survive the con intact and enjoy. Monday is typically the best day to shop in the dealer's room because dealers don't want to pack up stock and send it back home. But if you see something you can't live without, go ahead and get it. As stock may be low on Monday, you may not find what you want on Monday. The habit trails in the hotels are great, but sometimes it's easier to go around the hotels than through them. Buddy system to walk around is very helpful and increases your safety. The con suite is in the Hyatt, and it's a great place to grab a quick break. There are several places at the con where pictures are not allowed. Just be aware of these places. If you're going to take a picture, get out of the flow of traffic to do so, or I will punch you in the face. (laughs) Make sure you have all your prescriptions filled and a supply available for all your medical needs. Set reminders to take your prescriptions on your phone. Get a small trial size of deodorant and carry it with you. Reapply throughout the day. Trust us. Make sure you have a backup plan. If you miss a panel, you can catch it later on DragonCon TV or on YouTube. Catch a concert or a drum circle and enjoy. You may experience after-con depression. Go ahead and plan some geeky things to do when you get back to lighten this up. Movie marathon, a D&D game, anything. Try to do at least one panel a day, learn something, and give your feet a break. Know your drinking limits before showing up at DragonCon. Rest up before the con. You're going to need it. Pie is code for apple pie moonshine, one of the favorite libations of Dragon Con. It's odd, but the hotels and restaurants do actually run out of stuff. And the ATM will be out of money. Bring cash. Have you heard that enough, people? It's Have for you? reals. It's for reals. Be wary of using your debit card in the dealer's room as your bank may say you're in two places at once. Call the bank ahead of time to clear up this problem. Disclose medical info to your friends and roommates so they can help. Make sure you set an ICE, an in-case-of-emergency number, on your phone. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. All right, next year stuff. Buy your badge at the con. It's the cheapest price, so go ahead and buy it for 2016 if you're going to be there. Get your hotel room if available. Some of the... Excuse me, some of the con hotels are opening up room reservations for next year, this year. So when you check in, it might be easiest just to ask, and if it's possible, they can go ahead and get you set up. Also, can you still volunteer? Um, I think you still can with a couple of uh, tracks if you are looking for a discounted badge. Um, It's a great way to get started. It's $25 your first year, and then if you keep volunteering after that, you get a free badge. I think uh, just the other day the Dragon Con store posted that they still had some uh, spaces for volunteers too. So, Awesome. There you go. 
on Facebook, there are, of course, some groups. Uh, you may want to um, just make sure you bookmark, friend, whatever, so you can keep up with things. Uh, DragonCon for newbies is an invaluable resource for new people to DragonCon. Uh, DconParties.com to keep up with the parties. DragonCon photo shoots. It lists where all the photo shoots are of certain characters. So if you want to take pictures of cosplayers in a certain vein like G.I. Joe or Marvel Comics or Battlestar Galactica, that's where you can find those places and those people. And DragonCon Hotel Connections, if you're still looking for some crash space or you have some crash space to offer, there's a good resource for you. Now, we do have the list of places in the Peachtree Center Mall. Do you all want to go over that? I don't know if that's I don't think it's necessary. It's not necessary. I, I agree. There's a lot of stuff at the Peachtree Center Mall to choose from for food. Feel free and have at it. And there we go. Those are tips. That was awesome. So if I had to narrow it down to three, it's stay hydrated, uh, don't stand anywhere near the, an escalator, and don't be that guy. <laughs> Pretty if much. you had to narrow it down to three, but I wouldn't, you forgot about bring cash <laughs> and wear deodorant and bathe. <laughs> yeah, so that, that last one is really important. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. As, so there's the top five, right? Yeah, the, the top five. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for putting that list together. It, uh, Yes, a lot of it is stuff that we talked about. Some of those things we haven't talked about before. So it's new stuff for, even for me. So thank you. Mm-hmm. No worries. And now we have with us, uh, after, like I said, a much long, too long hiatus uh nikki is back with her keep calm and go to cons with some uh photography tips yeah so tonight i'm gonna talk about uh a couple different things i'm gonna talk a little bit about photography etiquette uh and then also some things that you want to make sure that you put in your bag if you're planning on doing some of the the larger photo shoots outside of just hey i'm gonna take a picture with my cell phone so uh, long lines photography etiquette. If you appreciate someone's costume, you can show that appreciation by asking for a photo, but there are a few things to keep in mind. Ask the cosplayer for a photo. Most of the time they will have some poses in mind and the photos will come out way better than if you try to snag a photo of them when they're walking by or if, you know, if they're in another group and you're trying to get a weird angle. So if you see somebody and they have a cool costume Go ahead and go up and say, hey, I like your costume. May I take a photo? And most of the time they're going to say, yeah. They'll do a couple poses for you. Make sure you say thank you and then move along. But like Darren and Mary Lou said, don't block any of the pathways. There are specific areas where you can take photos and there are areas where you cannot take photos. If a DragonCon volunteer tells you no photos, don't be argumentative. Go ahead and move along. And get your photos someplace else. Because we don't want you guys to get in a fight over trying to take a picture of somebody's really cool arrow costume. Even if it is Stephen Amell. (laughs) Um, Don't ask for a photo if the cosplayer is on a break, if they're sitting down to relax, if they're eating lunch or on their phone. That's just not cool. Go ahead and wait until they're, they're done eating or that they're done with their phone call. And if they, you know, have a lot of different bits of their costume, if they haven't just taken everything off and they look like they're covered in sweat, don't go over and go, hey, I know you just sat down, but can I take your picture? You know, just have have some common sense about it. 
If they look like they need a minute, let them take that minute. You can probably get a photo later on. If there is a photo shoot going on and there's either one cosplayer or a group of cosplayers and they're working with a specified photographer, please wait until they're done with the photos before stepping in to take your own photos. Some of these larger photo shoots that are set up, they have specific photographers that are assigned to take pictures. And while you may think, well, this guy's, you know, hogging all the time. No, it's not that they're hogging all the time. It's that they've been assigned for this particular group. A lot of times the main photographer will go ahead and take their pictures and then they'll, they'll call to the rest of the people that are standing around watching and say, okay, you guys can go ahead and take your pictures now. So just be, be mindful of that kind of stuff. If you see somebody doing essentially a private photo shoot, don't just like horn in on that shoot wait until the main photographer is done and then say, Hey, can I snap a few pictures? And they'll let you do that. Um, these same rules also apply for celebrities. If they're at a dinner, do not try to sneak a photo or go to their table for a photo. Let them eat their meal in peace. But if they're out on the, on the floor mingling with the crowd, you can probably ask for a photo. Then I know that some of the, the guests, I know that Aaron Douglas really big on going out and hanging out with the groups. I don't know if any of you guys have had the chance to have drinks with him, but he's a pretty cool guy to hang out with and, and he'll allow you to take a photo. He's, he's really cool about that kind of stuff. Um, don't do drive-by photos in the walk of fame. If you want to meet a celebrity, get in line and get an autograph. Some celebs will allow candidates at their table, but others will only allow professional photos check the table. And if you're not sure, ask the volunteer staff, they'll have the answers as to whether or not you can do candids or if you have to, um, wait and do a professional photo. Um, or was I, Oh, during panels, if photography is allowed, please don't lose, lose your flash, use your flash. Please don't use your flash. If you have a low light lens and a monopod, use that. But one thing that you need to be careful of with that, don't extend your monopod all the way up and have your giant camera in front of somebody's face that's sitting behind you, you know, cause there, there may be somebody that's only five foot, nothing sitting behind you. And if you've got your monopod with your big camera there, you're going to be blocking their view. So be mindful of that in panels. Don't try to learn a new camera during Dragon Con. If you have a new camera or are getting a new camera shortly before Dragon Con, take the time to familiarize yourself with the camera to make sure the photos come out the best. Even if you're buying this brand new cool DSLR, don't try to automatically go into manual mode and tweak all the settings yourself. Learn the basics of the camera. Know how to turn it on, turn it off, take the lens cap off set in auto mode, take your pictures. Um, a few things to remember in your camera bag. If you are planning to take photos of the larger groups, like if you're going to go with your DSLR and, and try to take some really cool pictures, remember to take extra batteries, extra memory cards and battery charger. You would hate to get to the event and then all of a sudden your battery dies and you don't have a backup battery or 
you got all these fantastic pictures and you've only got one memory card. Take more than what you think you need. Every night, if you can, transfer those pictures onto your laptop or an external drive. And then that way you can continue to use that same memory card. But it's best if you have multiple memory cards and if you can swap out your batteries. If you have one charging in your room during the day while you're out shooting, then you can swap it out at night and charge the other battery. Um, if you want to get photos of the larger groups, make sure that you have the camera ready to go. Don't go over and say, oh, hey, guys, can you go ahead and hold that pose for another minute or two minutes while I take my lens cap off and set my monopod up and everything like that. If you know, if you see a group is setting up and they're doing a, a cool pose that you want to get a picture of, get your camera ready, go over, snap your photos. Uh, if you are carrying a monopod or tripod, be careful about not running into people or clocking them in the head with that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I've accidentally hit people with my monopod before because I'm not paying attention. Nobody likes to get whacked with the monopod. Um, last thing, if you have a DSLR camera and that requires lens changes, be sure that you have a safe, clean place to swap your lenses. If you're outside and you're trying to swap your lenses and you don't have somebody there to help you, you can get dirt in your camera, get dirt on your lenses, and then you're going to have specs on your pictures. So that's it. Go out, enjoy, take great photos, and I look forward to seeing you guys at the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, on when you were talking about um, some of that um, regarding people with taking pictures with their cell phones, um, this is not, uh, as far as I know, it's not Dragon Con policy, but I, in my opinion, it should be they should uh, go the Disney route and uh, ban selfie sticks. They actually have, have they? selfie sticks. Yes, you are not allowed to have a selfie stick. Nice. Yeah, so. that's, that's one of the new policies this year. Leave the selfie sticks at home. Good, mm-hmm. good, good on them. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I can only imagine that. that. That's the last thing I want. Is it? It's stabbed with a, impaled with a selfie <laughs> stick. <laughs> yeah, and there are so many people that are going to be around there. If you want a picture and your arms aren't long enough, just ask somebody. Hey, can you snap a picture of me and my friend? Absolutely. They'll they'll do that for you. Absolutely. Are, I I imagine you are. Are you already? booked up and scheduled for a dragon con for taking photos. Um, I am doing a rough outline of what I'm going to do. I do still have some spots open to do, uh, solo shoots. So if people want to contact me about doing solo shoots, I'd, I'd love the opportunity to do that. Uh, you guys can contact me on Facebook at geek behind the lens. Yes. And definitely do so. Uh, it's cause, uh, yes, I, I, I love looking at your photos. Oh, thank you. So, um, well, very cool. Well, thanks for that. Um, again, uh, too long of an absence, but uh, I'm glad you could make it for the last uh, episode here. And uh, now we're going to get right into talking with some of uh, other people that we've talked to for the rest of the year, starting with uh, Michelle. And now joining us once again, after a brief hiatus, uh, we have back with us Michelle Biddick-Simmons uh, from Drop by Dragon Con. Welcome back to the station, Michelle. Hi guys, thank you. I know we are in the um oh man, it's uh it's it's down to the wire now. Um just wanted to know if you have any sort of last minute tips. 
I do, and they're not they're not necessarily uh, diet or health tips, um, but I will start with the ones to do now, which are health tips. Right now, start really hydrating. It sounds strange, but the more stress you're under, the more you dehydrate, and you do not want to go to Dragon Con already dehydrated because that is mm, potential failure and illness. And also start getting more sleep now because if you can go to Dragon Con already where you've been sleeping and have the pattern down, even if you go into a deficit while you're there, you're better off. And by God, if you can do those two things, you will be better off. Also, if you do emergency or airborne, start it now. Just start getting it in now because for some reason, right before you go away, quite often is when you get sick and you don't want to bring that to Dragon Con and you don't want to get to Dragon Con and get sick. Um, Here's what I'm going to say for once you get there. Use the stairs. If the escalator's backed up, use the stairs. Anytime you can, just do it. It's fast. Yeah, you may be breathing a little heavy if you're tired or if you're out of shape, but just do it. Don't do like a ton of stairs if they're back to back to back, if you have to get to the 10th floor or something, but just do the flights of stairs and get it over with. You'll be faster than the escalator and quite often, if it's like to the second or third floor, faster than the elevator. Um, Most people that go to Dragon Con know this, but it's a friendly reminder. There are water filling stations, as it were, um, at several spots at different panels and different hotels. So go over and, you know, get some water, fill up your bottle. Um, Please don't touch your bottle to the tap because no one else needs your germs. Um, The thought of, you know, that Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's so Dragon Con. But for me, this is what it is. If if you hold on to that philosophy and you go hog wild at Dragon Con and you eat everything in sight and start heavily drinking, I can guarantee, A, you're going to gain weight, and B, you're not going to have as much fun as you think you are because if you're drunk and stupid and eating that much, you're going to make everybody miserable, not just yourself. So make the things that you really want matter. If it's a chocolate martini, if you want that pie that everybody keeps talking about and Dragon Con is famous for its pie. Um, that just sounds so dirty, you guys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but if, if this, yeah, that you know, can be taken a lot of different ways. And you know what? Seriously. They're all true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. True. It is all true. Um, if it's a piece of cake, if it's chocolate, if it's a burger at um, Varsity, if it's something like that, go for it. But don't do it the entire time, especially if you're going to be there for multiple days, not just the weekend. Um there are other things that I want to say this. Go up and talk to people. I don't know what, like 10 years ago, I had this discussion with you guys at one point about 10 years ago, something switched at Dragon Con. And I think it's because all of a sudden we became not mainstream, but we had more people that discovered us. And where before it was like where you could go, um, this is an analogy you guys might not, might not know, but if you go to a goth event and you're dancing and stuff, people don't come up and hit on you. Quite often, they'll have someone come up and introduce you to the person who wants to hit on you because there's just an etiquette thing. Well, I can remember when there was this switch where all of a sudden you'd be in dancing at one of the events at Dragon Con and we'd have people skateboarding or we'd have – we had one guy with a bullwhip that came into the, um, the, the drum circle. And I still don't understand where that mentality came from that it's like a free-for-all that other people don't matter. It's about what you want at that time and your priorities. So stop. And before you do something, 
think there are other people here and you, you want to be chill and you want to connect with people. And the biggest way to have people back off and not want to connect with you is when you do something like that, where it's that entitlement attitude. So go in, make the experience the best it can be by having the best attitude you can have. Reach out to people, start to talk to people. If someone's rude to you, it's about them. It's not about you. If, if you want to do these panels and something happens and you can't make one that you're really bummed about, go do, do one you've never even thought about doing before. Go to a fandom that you don't even know about. Some of the best things that we've had happen were one year the stuff was printed badly and the Daily Dragon wasn't able to keep up with the changes. Paul and I went to two panels on stuff we had never even got. I mean, we knew about it, but we had the best time and we met some amazing people and I'm still friends with the people that I met at these events. Um, something else about this is if you're going to, before you say anything to someone about their costume, is it kind? Do you really need to say it? Would you like someone to say it to you? And if you hear someone saying something negative, you can't, I mean, don't like fight with them or anything, but you can call them on it nicely or you can just go to the other, the person that had this said to them and say something positive. And I mean this seriously. Last year after Dragon Con, two people, a male and a female, um, on Drop by Dragon Con and both of them said something that was said to them that upset them. One was a guy that had been working on his, I can't remember and I'm really sorry, I know it was a comic book character. Oh, I know what it was. Um, oh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. From Batman, the one with the mask. Oh, that just sounds really funny too. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you, Brain. I told you Brain today. Um, talking about Bane? Yes, it was Bane. And he, he uh, the guy that was dressed like Bane, he's one of the, the people on Drop By that's a really great guy. And he had worked on this and put so much work into it. And this guy came over and said, yeah, your costume's good, but you're fat. And it's like, why would you say something like that? Would you like it if someone said, you know, yeah, your T-shirt you're wearing is great, but you have no muscles. So why would you wear something like that? And one of the girls who's really very lovely had someone say to her, yeah, you look, you know, you, your costume is great, but you're not as pretty as the character. character. It's an anime character. Some person got to draw his, you know, or her personification of this person that is not a real person, and yet you're criticizing someone for not being as pretty as something that's drawn. Uh, just before you say it, really think. Do you need to say it? If you don't, just don't, and just be chill and talk to people. And when you're when you're in the bars, order something. Don't just sneak in alcohol, even if it's one drink. I know that drink's expensive, but people work there, and it's it's sort of a decorum thing. Let's keep Dragon Con at a level where people don't look at us and think, oh, well, you know, it's those people. And I've had, like, I'm friends with some of the staff now because this is year 15. And last year, one of the people that's um, wait staff at um, Velocity, she'd worked 12 hours straight. She got in there to help prep stuff early. She'd had two 15-minute breaks. She actually waived her lunch, which they're not supposed to do, but she was trying to help other people because they had a couple of people that weren't feeling well. And so she was so tired and people like left without tipping her and they would just they just did stuff and and you know i'm not saying that they're that is not the personification of what dragon con is we are great people and we need to treat other people the way we want to be treated so by god before you do something 
if I know it's expensive, but just give them a dollar, do something, acknowledge what they're doing, be kind to the people that work there. They, you know, they, they love us. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but they do. And like that particular waitress, we've known her for 12 years now and she's fabulous and she's helped us get stuff done and just really good people. And I have to say like with the Marriott, the management has changed. The last two years they've really stepped up. So I think it's time for us as people at DragonCon who go to DragonCon to make it the best thing ever. Let's be kind to people. Let's be supportive of people. If we have issues with the football people, call them on it. Let the people that are running the hotels know. Last year, our next-door neighbor in the hotel, he and his girlfriend were getting off the elevator, and these football players pushed them back on. Well, not players, but fans pushed them back on the elevator because they were trying to fit as many people as possible on this elevator. Wasn't DragonCon people. It was the football fans. And we had said to him, I mean, he, he got his girlfriend physically out of there, and we were like, you need to call down to the front desk and let them know because it's not us doing it. It's another group of fans, but we're going to get the thing for it because there are people that don't get why we're there, why we dress up and stuff. You know, it's the same reason we have people come in and that get really trashed and all this and think it's part of the Dragon Con fun. Yeah, you can drink, but the best people I know that drink at Dragon Con are these fabulous people that aren't harming anybody. They're having a great time. They're being positive. They're being supportive and they're being loving. So, you know, it's all about what you put into it, what you're going to get out of it. And that's what I'm here to say today. <laughs> and well said. And well said at that. Um, Thank you. Now, where can people find you uh, at Dragon Con if they, are, if they want to do so? Well, I was going to say, and I, I was telling Paul earlier, is this, is this okay? And he was like, yes. Because um, I'm not going to say one thing, because I almost said this, but I, um, if I'm around, I will have a ribbon on my badge that um, is a drop by Dragon Con ribbon. I'm actually printing the original one that I did multiple years ago because our group has grown so much and so many people have seen it but have never actually had this ribbon. And I love it so much. It's the first one I did, so I'm redoing that one. It's um, really hot pinup legs with tentacles, and it's got the cell bar in the background. So if you see that, come up, talk to me. Um, I'm going to be at – there's a meetup on Thursday night um, in the Weston Bar – I'm not sure what time right now because I have too many meetups in my mind, but we're going to be around. I'm in the periodic table, if you see the parade. Um, I'm a noble gas. I will say that. <laughs> okay. um, I am a noble gas. Um, <laughs> so is my husband. In fact, the entire front row except one person that we never see arrive or leave, and he's, um, <sighs> he's a ninja. And he's for Radon. And he's the only one in the front row that is not actually in some way part of Drop by Dragon Con, which I think is hilarious. But And we literally never do see him show up or leave. And he dresses as a ninja and he's Radon, so it's perfect. But, um, but I'm usually, I'm in the Marriott. I'm, um, I'm in different writers. Like I'll be in different writers things because I go to a lot of those panels. And if you do track me down on my badge, it says Draconcello, which is nice and long. Um, if you see me, come up and talk to me. And you can ask, are you so-and-so? Yes. And if it's me, I will talk to you and I will listen to you because <laughs> I do. I care. I really do. You can ask anybody that's a member of Drop by Dragon Con. 
I do my checkups on people. We have people that have cancer. We have people that have fought cancer and won and are like clear now and still getting checked, but they're doing great. We have one person, unfortunately, still battling, but we're pulling for her. I check in with them. I check in on, you know, because I care. So, Absolutely. And, and we appreciate that. And I think uh, all our listeners do as well. And I would not be surprised if, if there's a number of people who have listened to you over the past year on this show and, and said that you've helped them out. So, um, I that's, hope so. that's, yeah, I definitely, you know, I, I can speak for myself. Uh, definitely your tips have been invaluable. Uh, so, um, and remember drink water. That's what you drink. Need. Well, you know what? And I say this too. Um, if you're driving in, not flying in, bring Pedialyte, just bring two bottles, shove them in your suitcase um, because they don't put, and people don't think about this, we don't, the rooms have AC, but, and the panel rooms usually have AC, but the main areas of the hotel, they don't have AC. And the last couple, like, what, three years now, it has gotten way too hot on at least two nights. And the first thing I do when we get there, we stock up all our Pedialyte and have it lined up because if you are someone who has had a dehydration or heat stroke issue in the past, you are more susceptible to having it in the future. So keep that, not just your water. And when you walk in your room, slam that right away. And the other thing is um, I'm starting to train for Dragon Con right now by not using the AC because we discovered if we have just the AC on at home um, before we leave and get there, I have a harder time transitioning to the hotel room and the main area. The, the differences in temperature are too sharp for me. And so if you start this now, you do a lot better. Right. Right. Excellently put, too. So um, real quick, um, is there anything in particular that you're really looking forward to this year? Just one thing in particular that you're like, ah, I'm, I can't wait to see this at Con this year. Uh, puppetry Slam. Oh, yes, yes. That's a hard one to get into. That one has become quite the, the – you have to line up early for that one. Oh, oh yeah, and we do because it's worth it. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thanks so much for uh, all your reports leading up to the con, and uh, we'll see you uh, on Labor Day weekend. We will, and I look forward to seeing you guys. Absolutely. And for those people out there, uh, we will have links, of course, to uh, Drop by Dragon Con uh, on the show notes so that people can go. And if you want to have any questions, if you have any questions uh, before the con, uh, you're welcome to post them there. Right. And message me. Absolutely. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. And joining us once again is Eternal Zan, back from a small hiatus last month. Thanks for coming back to the station. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Is uh, I imagine things are kind of crazy because we're getting down to the wire. Yeah, it's going to be, what, less than 20 days by the time this podcast airs? Amazing. That's uh, absolutely amazing. Tell me, is there, from what you can tell, um, is it still kind of chaotic with the hotel situation? I mean, is there any chance that people can get into the host hotels at this point? Yeah, there's there's still a chance, but you should definitely have a plan B at this point. If you don't already have an overflow booked or you're not crashing on somebody's floor, you you should really not count on that you're going to be able to get a host hotel in the budget that you're looking for this close to the convention. It's a nice bonus if you can, but I'm still seeing a lot of people posting out there that are just looking for anything. Right, right. Um, now I think, um, 
Some of the hotels have made some last-minute announcements that they might have some rooms. Of course, there's always going to be cancellations right up to the event. So there, there is that slim chance. Yeah, and I am in the Dragon Con Rooms community, which is solely de- which is a Facebook group, and it is solely dedicated to helping people find rooms and roommates. So it's a little bit different than some other places, like the Dragon Con Hotel Connection page, where they do roundups, and they recently did have a roundup there of overflow availability. And there's another community um, that is the Cheap Klingon. Let me get that exactly i know we've covered that before but yeah, that yeah. one is a, that one is about cheap rooms that's dragon cons cheap klingon and that is a facebook group and that's just about bargains and both of those you can post for roommates but the dragon con rooms community which is facebook.com slash group slash dragon con rooms group if you wanted to type it all out but you can just search for dragon con rooms and it'll pop up that one is the one with the pinned post and that's the one i'm an admin of where it really is dedicated to matching people. So there have been a lot of posts in that, almost on a daily basis, for people exactly like you said, who have just recently learned that unfortunately they're not going to be able to make Dragon Con. They want to be able to get their non-refundable deposit back, and that's not going to happen from the hotel. You know, that's what non-refundable means. So So they're posting in the Dragon Con Rooms group, And unfortunately, what seems to be happening is even though we have this really nice organized pinned post where they could read the pinned post and look for people that are looking for what they have and email them, a lot of people are in such a hurry. They're just joining the group, making a post and taking the first person that comments. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, do what you got to do. I understand. So if you are a member of that group, you probably want to be actively checking that more frequently now so that you don't miss out on an opportunity and if you see somebody and there's already a couple comments go ahead and add your comment and say i want to be the second or third person because sometimes somebody says they're going to pay and then you don't hear from them for three days and at this point you can't be waiting two or three weeks for somebody to pay you when they said they were going to so if somebody doesn't pay you in the the manner in which you agreed then move down to the second or third person on your list so that you can get your deposit back. Now, one thing I'm, I've always been curious about, and, and I think probably every situation is a little different. Every hotel might be a little bit different. But in your experience, as far as Dragon Con goes, if, say, someone got a room at the regular con rate um, and then um, had to uh, back out, for some reason, and they did so through the, the proper channels, and suddenly that room is free, and the hotel is going to uh, re, um, put it out there that it's available. Um, would they still do so at the con rate, or would they jack it up to the non-con rate? Oh, they're going to jack that sucker up, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I kind of figured, but part of me was like, well, it is technically. I, I didn't nope. know if like... Nope. Usually give the, up the, the dream. No. Yeah, the, the con has like a, I always thought the con had like a block of rooms and that these rooms that you can get at the con rate no matter what. Nope. What happens is they have a, I mean, that'd be nice, but no. Um, and Mike, you like do live in a fantasy world, don't, don't you? Yeah, I don't want to string you along with false hope there. Well, that's so, all right. I just was curious. Yeah, no, this is important for people to know because say I discovered right now that I couldn't go. <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I just needed a moment. 
Um, we need to like knock on wood or something. And I ca- and I just called the hotel and canceled my room. And here's what would happen: one, they would rub their hands together and say, "Mwahahaha, we're keeping your non-refundable deposit. Yay us!" Then they'd turn around and put my room as being available for the full rate, which is could easily be two or three times what the Dragon Con rate is. Because right. there's somebody who will take it. You know, they'll room with 10 people so they can afford it. Or yes. maybe they wanted that room anyway and they were always willing and able to pay the full rate. Maybe it's somebody who has Marriott elite status and, you know, that room will go to them. A lot of the hotels, they do have a membership. So if you're a business traveler and you get certain benefits, you might be guaranteed availability at a hotel but I'm not sure that that. But I'm pretty sure that guaranteed availability doesn't require that they give you the discounted DragonCon rate. Right. So right. they're going to make profit twice. The um and yeah, I mean it is an important note that if at this point if you do want to get the you know DragonCon rate, um, the only way that you could do so is by someone who is going outside of the hotel and trying to, you know, you, you can't go and you work with them and they're still on the account as we've discussed before. So, so it does sound like even if you, even if you can get a room from the hotel for this year, uh, you're not going to be able I mean, you're going to pay a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah. And we've covered this on this podcast before, but I did write a whole big article on how to transfer a room. And what you would want to Google is DragonCon Wiki Hotel. And that'll bring you to an article that I I didn't write that entire page, but I did write a huge big section of it, the whole section having to do with hotel transfers. And that'll give you all the information you need from both perspectives, the person giving the room away and the person taking the room on how you can protect yourself financially on both ends and how to go through that process. The most important part of that is it is very likely you won't be able to do it online. It'll be a little time consuming and you'll need to make some phone calls. Right, right. Okay, so this year, if you don't have a place to stay, there is some uh, still options open to you. Check out um, all the groups that Zan mentioned because that's your best bet at this point. Now, going into next year, because a lot of people are already thinking about next year, and a lot of hotels make things, you know, make it simple for you if you can already like afford the deposit for next year. So, looking at 2016 Dragon Con, I believe there's now three hotels that will allow you out of the five that will allow you to uh, get a room as long as you have a room there now for 2015. On your way out, you can actually make a deposit for next year. That would be the Sheridan and the Weston and now the Hyatt. Is that correct? I'm not sure about the Sheraton and the Weston, okay. but, that, but I believe the Sheraton has done that in the past. I'm not sure about the Weston. I can tell you that the Weston, although you should definitely ask, like just when you're going, just going from panel to panel, stop by the information desk. Like whenever you go into a hotel, if you've got a few extra minutes before or after your panel, stop by the desk and ask. Because a lot of times at the beginning of the weekend, they don't have it yet. But by the end of the weekend, they'll have a flyer because that's what they're going to hand out to people as they check out. So they might have a printed out flyer at some point during the weekend that says, here's what our policy is for next year. Now, I can tell you that the uh, that the Weston and the Sheraton, you can book those online 
through starwoodhotels.com. And that's a little different because the Marriott you booked through Marriott.com, Hyatt through Hyatt.com, Hilton through Hilton.com. But the Westin and the Sheraton, you can book both of them through starwoodhotels.com. And I'm not sure if this will still be valid by the time the podcast airs, but the Westin right now, you can book it online right now. For this, so, year, for this, for this year's Dragon Con, right. So, I would say definitely if you're staying, even if you're not staying at a host hotel, if you're if you're interested in coming back next year, and you're interested in staying at a host hotel, take some time this year and stop by the lobby, talk to someone about how you can get and when those rooms are going to be available. Because I believe last year and the year before. The only ones that went on sale in October were the uh, Marriott and the Hyatt. Or uh, yeah, I think those were the only two. The rest had already gone on sale before. So before that, so right because um, those those two. Well, the Hyatt used passkey. I know the Marriott didn't last year. I right. keep thinking the Marriott did, but they didn't. Um, so and I don't know what their policies are going to be for this year because they haven't announced them yet. But right. you, you definitely should at the very least have $300 deposit money saved up. And if yes, you don't, because they will want that deposit that first night to deposit money. Uh, right. If you are going to get a room for next year. So don't spend all your money in the dealer room. I hate to tell the dealers that, but, but leave some money if you want to come back next year. Right. And, and, you know, ask your roommates to help, ask your friends to help, you know, why should you have to, fork over $300 if you're booking the room for, you know, four, six, eight, ten of your friends say, hey, I don't have it all. Can you help me out? And I'm sure they'll be happy to. And also, in, in addition to the hotel, if you are planning on coming back next year, it also makes sense to, you know, stop by the Dragon Con store and get your registration for next year because it'll be as cheaper as cheap as you can get it if you get it at the the con for next year. So, um, and, and be and, careful with that though because there are a lot of lines for that. Yeah, yeah, true. And, but and, I'm that at least on the first couple of days. But I've noticed that the store after that it's it's pretty open. Oh, but, very much so. By Monday there won't be a line, so you could just right. walk right up. And I think what last year was like sixty five bucks. Yeah, it's it's like it turns out to be like that's almost fifty percent off. So it's worth it, and you know it's almost one of those things like if you don't make it, eh, you're only out sixty five bucks as opposed to like a hundred and so. Yeah, and so. and if you're oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, and it because we talked a little bit about becoming a Dragon Con Eternal member before, and I did want to point out that they normally don't announce when that price jump is going to be, but it has happened in the past that the Dragon Con Eternal membership jumped in the weeks right before or right after the convention. So definitely, you know, it is expensive. It's $2,500. And if you can't afford it, you know, don't even think about it. Just buy food first. Um, But, you know, priorities. But if you're on the fence and it's something you've been saving up for or maybe you've got a little extra money left over at the end of the convention because you, you know, did a really good job budgeting this year, then... If you buy the Dragon Con Eternal membership before the convention is over, they will take off uh, they will take off the price you paid this year, I believe. I believe they'll prorate it for you. And again, I do not represent the convention, but that's what I've heard. So you can get yourself a little discount by by doing that as well. Nice. And if yeah, and if you're interested in 
a big old FAQ, which I designed based on all the questions people have asked me for many, many years. Um, that is at www.dragonconeternalmembers.com. And there's a huge FAQ about the pros and cons and anything you'd need to know about that, as well as the list of the Eternal Members uh, meetups, which we are having several. And those are all open to everybody, so you don't have to be an Eternal member. You could just be somebody interested an eternal membership who wants to learn more about it, or you could be an eternal bringing a friend. So all that is open to everybody. Very nice. And and thank you so much for uh, telling us about that this year. It's been really interesting to learn about the, the eternal side of things this year. Uh, definitely an eye-opening experience for me. Um, so this year, um, haven't got a lot of time left, but uh, I did want to make sure that we get to what, uh, what you're most excited about this year and, uh, where people can find you. Um, uh, well, I, I just got my Netflix that I haven't watched yet is the Carol Spinney story, the gentleman who plays Big Bird. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to watch that. And then I'm super excited about seeing him. And then my schedule for this year is super busy. I'm going to be helping with the DragonCon store set up and tear down. I'm going to be leading one of the newbie tours that I'm sure Kevin Batchelder has talked about. I, I ordered a custom tiara off Etsy, and it's supposed to arrive this week, fingers crossed. So I will probably be wearing that for the newbie tour, I hope. Um, if you, uh, I, I'll, I'll say my name I'm sure they'll introduce the tour leaders. I hope so. So if you are there for the newbie tour and you want to say hi, feel free. Um, I'm doing a Wednesday night dinner at the Hyatt Polaris with the Eternal members. That's on the that's on our event list at DragonConEternalMembers.com. And then on Thursday night, I have the Eternals party. And then the after party at the Hyatt Bar. Then we have a parade group in the Saturday morning parade. We've got a hot tub party in the Marriott on Monday night. And in between all that, I was accepted on a bunch of panels this year. So, you know, these could always, of course, it's too early for the scheduling. You know, that could, everything could change with the schedule. Oh, yeah. It's far from certain at this point. But the panels so far that I was um, accepted to be on, and they're all fan panels, so I'm super excited about that, are Downton Abbey, Defiance, Haven, Dark Matter, Supernatural, and Star Wars. Oh, well, very cool. That is awesome. We're actually going to be on the uh, Downton Abbey panel together. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yep. Okay. That is super cool. I've yeah. been doing the Downton Abbey panel with uh, the Brit Tracks for the last three years now. Yeah. Did you have a surprise guest last year? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, so jealous. The one so panel jealous. I didn't record, you know? <laughs> I didn't even bring the recorder to. I said, oh, it's the Downton Abbey panel. Nothing's going to happen. And look who shows up. And I was sitting right next to her, and she was so sweet. That's oh, awesome. that's odd. Yeah, I was in the audience at a Supernatural panel last year, and Osric Chow, who plays the prophet Kevin, popped up, and it turned out he'd been in the audience in cosplay the whole time. So that was super cool, too. So, oh, also real quick, I do have an extra Sheraton room. So I have been reaching out to people who made a post on the pin post in the Dragon Cons room community to get rid of my extra Sheraton room because when I got my plan A room, I didn't need my plan B room anymore. And as you can tell, I like to have a plan B. So I I am helping out the community in that way as well. I'm sure there's probably more I didn't mention. There's just, I'm super busy this year, but I'm very excited about it because it's been a lot of new things for me and a lot of helping people out. And I've really learned a lot from these podcasts and from being part of different communities and 
being part of different communities, it to me, it's kind of like at the end of the day when I get together with my friends and we all talk about our day. You can't be everywhere at Dragon Con, but when you talk to other people about it, it's the next best thing. Absolutely, that's a, that's a very good point. And uh, and and as I said, thank you for making a lot of good points with us this year. It was great to have you on board. Um, and. Uh, where can people find you real quick if uh, they want to uh, reach out to you before the, sh- the convention online? Well, I'm in the Dragon Con Rooms group on Facebook. Um, I'm also in the Dragon Con Newbies group. And there is an email address that will forward to me at the bottom of www.dragonconeternalmembers.com. So you can go there and scroll to the bottom and then it'll have an email address that forwards to me. So, yeah, mostly I'm just part of various communities, and if you're interested in the same things I am, then just call me out and we'll chat. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the con this year. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you at panels. And now we're going to check in with Bewitched Raven, uh, our cosplay corner. Uh, We haven't talked to you in a month. So how are things going now? We're down to the wire for Dragon Con. Uh. <laughs> okay. And, and those are not problem. tears of joy, my friend. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you. It's so close. <laughs> <laughs> so I am not as far along as I want to be. Sure. I had a couple of pickups and drops from my to-do list I made a few decisions based off of heat and my desire to not work with body paint this year. Um, so I dropped a few costumes um, and replaced them with some smaller, lightweight costumes. But I am happy to say that my sewing mentor and mother is actually coming this weekend to come do a sewing marathon with me. So I'm hoping to be much, much further along by Monday. <laughs> Sounds like you're bringing out the heavy artillery. I am, I am. <laughs> I got to bring out the big guns. <laughs> but it's also really helpful. One of the hardest parts about being a cosplayer in a household full of people who don't sew or cosplay is having the extra hands to fit a costume to myself. So, like, I can make it, but, like, I can't turn myself around and and pull something tight in the back without messing up the way it's going to lay on me. So having, having an extra pair of hands to help me with that kind of stuff this weekend is going to be a huge help. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So have we decided on a number of costumes that you're going to have this year? I am taking, and I got to do the math Thursday, one Friday, one Saturday, two Sunday, two Monday, one. How many okay. was that? <laughs> that's uh, that's enough. <laughs> Seven. Um, so for sure that I'm scheduled to wear, and then I'm taking some of the ones I've already done, like Pinkie Pie and Mario, just to have for if I really feel like just wearing, throwing them on, and running around. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because now, do you intend to be? I was going to say, do you intend to be in in some sort of costume all the time, or is there? You know, like maybe Monday you're just like, you know what? I'm just doing the T-shirt and jeans thing. I even specifically planned a more casual cosplay for Monday. I see. Pretty regular clothes anyway. So I I tried to make a point to plan around that. (laughs) 
Now, are these uh, are, are all these uh, ones that you can announce, or is there any surprises for us? There's one surprise. It's the group I'm working with for the Bunny Hutch. So it will be Thursday night's Bunny Hutch, which is, um, for those who don't know, at Dragon Con, they do um, the Thursday night party where everybody comes in Playboy bunny suits or Hugh Hefner-style cosplays of different characters and various... I've got a friend who does a play bar, a Deadpool bunny. Um, last year, I had a friend do a Groot bunny, um, things like that. So I've got a, I've got a small group, um, but we're trying to keep it a little hush hush until the, the last possible second. Um, but the cool thing is, I actually got to. Am, well, they're not done yet, but I'm getting to make all of the bunny suits, which is something I've never done before. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you're making all of them. I am, so that'll be five bunny suits I'm checking out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And they're a lot more complicated than you would think. You've got to, like, make the lining and add in the boning and then make sure it lines up with the top piece. And <laughs> it's actually a lot more complicated than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't it always, though? Yeah, always. It's not cosplay if you don't cry a little. <laughs> is is there anything that you kind of recently just had to go, you know what, that's not going to happen. I had to scrap that. I My surprise Bioshock cosplay, um, I'm going to be doing it, so I don't want to say what it is, <laughs> but it was going to involve body paint, and I with the heat the way it is, uh, you know, I'm an Atlanta native, and... It's just been so humid and hot. I'm just like, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to sweat off any kind of makeup I do, and it's just going to be hot, and I'm going to be uncomfortable, and it, that's going to show. So I've decided to just postpone it. I might bring it out for Kamikaze in um, L.A. over Halloween. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because we do have, like, Halloween and, you know, a major costuming event coming up. So anything that, you know, won't get done for Dragon Con can always be used. At, at right. Because I'm sure most people who go in costume for um, – I don't know. how. I wonder what the ratio is for people who wear their outfits uh, at Dragon Con to the same ones at, at, at uh, Halloween. Like, you know, oh. there doesn't seem to be a lot of room there for, for getting new ones. It's funny, though, for most of the, like, cosplayers I know, Halloween is the one time of year where we do, like, silly, like, closet trash. <laughs> just want <laughs> a little more run down because we're just like, I have this mask lying around and then I took this cape from this costume and this dress from this one and I'm, what well, I think I had a friend go to Halloween the other year as a, the photo bomber. <laughs> it was like, this is amazing. Like... <laughs> That was the year me and my best friend decided to be the hosts from Celebrity Deathmatch because we had the bow ties and we had the suit jackets and we were like, let's let's do something a little, a little more silly. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah, it's a, it's time to kind of relax. It doesn't have to be as pristine. <laughs> so many options. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's the beauty of it because uh, there's just so much that uh, that you see at Dragon Con. So is there any what uh, what events are you participating in this year? Um all day Friday I will be with my Disney Winnie the Pooh group. We are going to be doing the 11 a.m. um Disney photo shoot. Uh Saturday I will be participating in the sorry about that. <laughs> in the 
Doctor Who photo shoot, and I'll be in my. I'm actually taking a my armored TARDIS again this year, and a casual TARDIS for when I want to be comfy. So I will be TARDISified all day Saturday. I'm not gonna do the parade this year though. It's too hot in that armor. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, you'll definitely be able to find me at the New Who party Sunday night over at the Sheraton, um, possibly as Stephanie Brown's Robin. I think that's what I decided to wear to that party. Very nice. Um, and then Monday, I'll be walking around as Apple Bloom from My Little Pony in, in some little overalls. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, is there anything um, that you're – any guests, panels, any events that you're looking forward to this year at DragonCon? They recently announced that we get to have um, Amy Pond and River Song from Doctor Who. Absolutely. So I've been trying not to lose my mind over that. <laughs> Alex Kingston was at New York City Comic Con last year, and she came by our booth, and, and the other girls that were working were able to actually form words. And, and I don't usually get starstruck, but I was just like, this is the one show that I, just, I, can't, I can't make a sentence right now. <laughs> so I'm awesome. hoping I can actually formulate the ability to say hello <laughs> this year. That's cool. And, and uh, say his hello, my, sweetie. One of my favorite voice actors who is just an all-around awesome guy, Dino Andrade, is coming again this year. So you'll probably catch me hanging around his booth a little bit over in the Walk of Fame. Are there any events that you are, are like nighttime or parties or, you know, anything that they put on that uh, is a must-do for you that you have to go to every year? Um, the Heroes and Villains Ball is an absolute must party. It's, and that's, is that put on by the Brit Track? It's put on by the Brit Track. It's over at the Sheraton. Um, it's insane. I would suggest to try to get in a little earlier because it does cap with capacity. We had to close the doors for a while last year, and that was that was crazy. <laughs> um, and then they're doing the New Who party this year, which is really cool because I believe it was last year was the 50th anniversary and so it's it's cool that they're doing a party this year that's just celebrating the new series of Doctor Who. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then um, I love the last party on Alderaan. I'm not sure what night that is on this year, though. I'm waiting for the, the app to update. <laughs> yeah, I think I just saw something online about the that party, too, and now I can't remember when that is myself. So. Yeah, and then the Bunny Hutch Thursday night. Um, I'm actually considering Saturday night maybe trying to pop over to the aquarium. I've never done it before. Gotcha. So we'll see. I wanted to see what else was going on before I committed myself to that. So you might be able to catch me over there, but I am staying in the Marriott, so I have a funny feeling you'll be able to find me in the Marriott <laughs> pretty much all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but that you act like that's you're the only one that's gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be me. It's, you know, it's, nobody it, else really hangs out in the Pulse Lounge. <laughs> finding someone at the in the Marriott is like finding a needle in a haystack. <laughs> you might be able well, to find somebody else to talk to I there. I feel like I, I can be quite loud at times. So. And, and one of my costumes is pink from head to toe, so I don't think you'll miss it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll definitely look out for that. So, um... Very cool. Well, um, it's been absolutely amazing having you on with us this season. Uh, leading I have up enjoyed it so much. The Dragon Con and, and going through your process of, of getting ready all and, and the work it takes all year round uh, mm -hmm. to, to, to for this final moment. So 
Cross your fingers that I get it all done. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still work to be done, I know. And uh, we appreciate your time uh, this year. We'll definitely try to have a wrap-up um, after the convention, have you on and find out how everything went. And definitely we hope to see you there. For those people who um, want to reach out to you uh, before the convention, um, how can they get in touch with you online? They, they can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash bewitchedravencosplay. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Bewitched Raven. Now, if you're looking for me at DragonCon, I tend to post on Instagram pretty regularly a photo of what I'm wearing and where I'm at. So that my username on that is also Bewitched Raven. And then if you're looking for just any tips or tricks or anything, you just want to chat, you can always email me at bewitchedravencosplay at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you at the convention. See you at the convention. And so we draw a close to the last episode of the ESO Dragon Con 2015 special report, at least before Dragon Con. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do a recording at the convention, and then we're also going to do a post-Dragon Con episode um, about a month uh, or a few weeks after Dragon Con, after we're kind of all settled. Uh, after the event and um but this is the last one before the show big thanks to everyone for joining us not only on this episode but all year long for all their thoughts and helpful tips and and actually their uh, uh suggestions for our favorite event of the year um our new crew members this year michelle biddick simmons uh eternal zan which raven uh it was really fun uh, seeing the convention through their eyes. And uh, I hope everybody else found their segments as helpful as I did. Uh, they're, they're really great stuff. Um, also want to thank, even though he wasn't on this one, I want to thank Kevin Batchelder. Uh, he wasn't able to join us as much this year, but uh, he's still a valuable resource. Uh, check out the DragonCon Newbies site, dragonconnewbies.org. He's also got a Facebook group as well, uh, a Facebook events page, walking tours, two newbie uh, Q&A panels at the con right at the beginning of this con. Uh, all the events are listed on the official schedule and in the app. So folks can just search for the word newbies uh, to find all their stuff on the DragonCon app. And um, also uh, just a big, big, big uh, Hawaiian mahalo moi mucho to our station crew. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Nikki. Um, uh, I know we weren't able to see you uh, as much this year, but uh, for those people who want to uh, reach you or see you during the convention, is there anything that you definitely know you're, you're going to be at? Uh, I definitely will be at evening at Bree on Friday night with the Tolkien track. And then I will also definitely be at the nineties middle earth dance party Saturday night. Uh, also with the Tolkien track. So those those are the two places that I know I will be for sure. Gotcha. And and what are you is there anything like in particular special that you're looking forward to this year? Um I think I'm probably looking forward to seeing the arrow panels because it looks like it's gonna be really good. There's and a lot I, of Yeah. There's a lot of people here from Arrow, I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's the thing that I'm excited the most about. And of course seeing all you guys again. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, and thank you, Mary. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on this year. It's been a lot of fun. Any Anything in particular that you're especially excited for this year? I'm just excited for the break, you know, just to go do some stuff that I love with people that I love. Like, 
more than anything else than the costumes and the celebrities, anything. That's mostly what I'm looking forward to. Uh, absolutely. And are there any events in particular that you're definitely going to be at uh, that uh, people can reach out and say howdy to you? Well, I am actually volunteering for the media relations track and my art track um, department, I guess. And um, I'm going to be Dan Carroll's helper for most of the week. So I'm going to be running around with him. So I'm going to be just as hard to find as the Dan Carroll for a lot of the time. <laughs> We, yeah, will see you, we will see you moving quickly through uh, through the hotels. Yep, that's pretty much how it's going to happen. Awesome, awesome. Uh, thanks again, Darren. Uh, it's been another great year to have you with us. Um, um, where can you be found at, at Dragon <laughs> Third stall, bottom. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I will be around. Sure, surely I'll be at some of the parties. I definitely am thinking I will be over at... Um, the Spectrum Party, which is the LGBT party. So if you know that party, swing on by. Awesome. Um, and uh, is there anything in particular, especially, that you're looking forward to this year? Um, DragonCon for me is a big geek family reunion. I'll go to a panel. I'll go to the dealer's room. I'll, I'll do all that stuff. But what I most look forward to is being back together with my DragonCon family, that family of geeks that we're, we're thick as blood. So it's, it's all about family for me. Awesome, awesome. And and thank you, Mike, of course, which none of this would be possible without you, man. Of course, because, you know, I'm the one who makes you all sound good. That's true. <laughs> exactly. That's true. As we are all indebted for that, for sure. Um, exactly. I know that, uh, of course, we mentioned the ESO recordings that we're going to be at, and I know you're on a lot of other panels. So uh, where can people go to find out maybe, like, what panels you're going to be on? Um, Just look on the DragonCon app. I'm on there, my friend. That's right, because you are an official guest, so we can so just are look you. you up. So you can just look you up in the app and find out where you're going to be. Exactly. You can look up both of us, actually. So Anything in particular that you're really looking forward to this year? I am looking forward to at least five buckets of rum in a row. <laughs> Attaboy! Yes. <laughs> I am so looking forward to that. And you know what? I'm also looking forward to whoever's going to carry me back to my room. So it'll be perfect. And I look forward to documenting that. So just be sure to let me know and I'll bring the camera. Thursday night, the the unofficial ESO meet and greet that might happen. So all right, then I'll be there. Wait and see, but I'm looking forward to (laughs) meeting a lot of meet and greet and help carry Mike to his room. (laughs) (laughs) I like that party. That is awesome. So that's that's the first thing on Thursday night I'm looking forward to. The whole weekend I'm looking forward to. You never can predict what's going to happen at Dragon Con. You go in with all these plans on who you want to see and such. Never going to happen. It's it Or if it does happen, it never happens the way you expect it to. And that's the great thing and the magic of Dragon Con. Absolutely. Absolutely. As for myself, um, I will be uh, on a lot of panels. As Mike said, you can look me up uh, on the app and uh, find out what panels I'm assigned to when I'm not at a panel or doing an ESO recording or drinking heavily with Mike or picking him up uh, to his room or something like that. Um, You can find me um, actually in the comic and pop artist alley area. Uh, I know I'm scheduled to be there pretty much all day Saturday, which uh, for me, it's hard to pick, but I mean, that's because there's nothing to me that really kind of uh, sucks at, J- at Dragon Con. I mean, there's some inconveniences to be sure, but everything is great. Um, it's, it's, it is really one of my favorite times all year round. 
Um, so uh, I definitely, though, really special being in that uh, comic area and talking with people. There's a lot of really good uh, comic fans that come, and uh, and and everybody seems interested, uh, not just in my stuff, but just overall. It's just a great vibe. Uh, I can't thank Tom Trainer enough for for what he's done with that area because I remember when it used to be just this sort of forgotten room at Dragon Con in the basement. But now it actually is some uh, – it's a reason that a lot of people go. So uh, I'm looking forward to that and, of course, the debut of our book. So uh, I'm very excited. So, um, look, we try to cover all we can with these specials. But to keep up with the latest news, especially, you know, even during the show, you want to check out the official Dragon Con website, their Facebook page, uh, their app, and, of course, the Daily Dragon and uh, the Information Desk. Uh, don't be afraid to use those people as resources because a lot of times they're the they're one of the few people who know who knows what's going on. Um, all of the tracks have Facebook groups as well, so if there's a particular track that uh, at this point you want to reach out to and find out what their schedule is, et cetera, what's going on, reach out to them directly. Um, almost, I'd say every one of them. Not a, not a question of almost. Every one of them, track directors that we've talked to is extremely accessible. They, they love hearing from people, so feel free to reach out to them. Uh, as far as Earth Station 1, we can be found on, on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Stitcher, all the social medias. We have an Instagram account as well. Um, we love talking to people. We can't wait to meet uh, uh, listeners. We always run into new listeners at the convention, and uh, that's one of the uh, other parts that I love about DragonCon is meeting listeners, especially new ones. Um, Please help support the ESO podcast by donating via PayPal, purchasing very cool ESO merchandise from our Zazzle store, or filling up your cart at our Amazon e-store. Thanks for listening, not only for this show, but all year round. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my extreme pleasure. Uh, we'll see you at the con. Literally right around the corner. <laughs> Peace.
broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.